What's up, listeners? Welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase. Please check us out on Instagram at Not Just a Phase Worldwide and our website at notjustaphase.net. Today, I'm very excited to be speaking with my favorite new band that has come out this year in 2022. This three-piece just dropped a demo on New Morality Zine, and I don't think I've ever asked a band to be interviewed so quickly before. (laughs) Got two members of Spite House on the show today, and they are just so damn good. Emotional hardcore, post-hardcore at its finest, just insane. This demo has blown me the fuck away. I am positive this band is going to blow the fuck up and do big things, especially once their full length drops. And if you haven't heard this band yet, you've been fucking up big time. But we're going to fix that right now. So check this out. Hey, this is Max. You're listening to Spike House on Not Just a Phase. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks so much for talking with me today. How are we feeling? 
Feeling good. Feeling good. You? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Thanks for all the kind words. Uh, yeah. That's really nice. <laughs> Very nice. I'm glad you liked the, uh, the intro. I wrote it myself there. So nice. uh, for the listeners, guys, can you just state your names so they know the sound of your voice and what role it is you play in the band? Yeah, my name is Max. I sing, I play guitar in Spite House. And I'm Nabil, and I play the bass. And Nabil thought my intro was cheesy. He didn't want to do the not just a phase intro. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. Oh, it's fine. busted. It's fine. Max, is the, Max is the hype man in the band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is he the hype man? Okay. I don't think so. No. <laughs> so uh, how did you guys end up on the show today? How did you agree to come on here today? Um, this weirdo sent us an email and we we're like, what? what's going on here? Um, no, it's uh, it's very kind of you to uh, to invite us on the show. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for, for having us. Really appreciate it. Oh, man, absolutely yeah. hyped to have you guys on. Like I said uh, earlier, I was trying not to get too fanboy of it, but huge, huge fan of the demo. Uh, so I messaged you guys. Did you did you check out the show before agreeing to come and chat with us or were you just down to the chat? Uh, Nick from NMZ talked a little bit about your show. Um, I think then you sent a message or it was all, it's kind of a blur to me because when we released the, um, the promo tape, uh, I was just starting like exams at university. So like I was really like, uh, having tons of information to deal with. Um, so I think it happened kind of at the same time. Uh, I, I listened to the one with, uh, stand still. Uh, the one with fake eyes and a more recent one, I think, with uh, oh, with a uh, yearning uh, from from Montreal. Yeah, same for me. I uh, I wasn't familiar with the show, but when you sent us an email, check it out. Um, I checked out the episode with Stand Still because I really really love that record they put out last year. I uh, wanted to know more about them. I was really stoked on the uh, Silent Majority talk because that's a uh, a band that's very important to me. Um, and I also checked out the episode with Yearning because uh, they're from Montreal, uh, they're sick, and I think we're playing a show with them soon. So I wanted to know more. And same thing, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised about uh, name dropping some uh, some French screamo bands, uh, bands yeah. that I'm, I was also into when I was younger because um, I'm from France. Anyway. Um, and uh, but I wasn't sure. Are you uh, are you Canadian? Are you from Ontario? Is that is that so? Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, just about an hour outside of Toronto, oh, around cool. that area. Yeah, I I hadn't even cool. finished listening to your guys' demo. I was like one song in when I messaged the Instagram. I was like, Yo, please come chat on this show. I wasn't even done the demo yet. You'd put it out like not even an hour ago. I'm like, Oh, who's this? NMZ new band. I'll definitely listen. Fucking blown away. And then like, Oh, and they're Canadian. No way. <laughs> so. Thanks. Well, one Thank thing you. is uh, Max is very adamant that we don't call this a demo because it's uh, it's uh, songs that are going to be on the record and it's uh, it's uh, a promo tape basically because we didn't want to wait however long it's going to take for the pressing plants to figure their shit out. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, like, basically the two first songs are going to be on the LP and uh, the third one has been re-recorded. We put the, the demo uh, on there. 
It's funny you say that. You're like, yeah, I didn't call this a demo. And I was looking at it today. And the third song you're talking about, Essence, literally it's has the, demo in brackets yeah, beside that it. That one so. is a demo. That one's a, oh, that, oh, that one's a demo. That's the demo. <laughs> but the other two songs aren't. So, <laughs> so basically what happened is um, when I joined, they had already written uh, most of the material and already recorded um, demos of it. That sounded better than most records I had heard that year, <laughs> honestly. And um and so the pre-productions, I guess that was a pre-prod. Um, yeah. We used that as demos and we put that version of Essence on there because it's very candid, it's very uh, very spontaneous and it's a totally different vibe than the, the recorded version. The final the recording, yeah. yeah. So like the demo uh, version of Essence was uh, recorded like in Mark's, uh, our, our drummer's um, basement. Uh, we did it live and we added like a guitar and, and the vocals after. But uh, we kind of lost that uh, live vibe on the final recording. So we thought it would be cool to have like the two versions uh, for people. Yeah, I thought the promo tape had had a live vibe to it. Like it was really well produced, but still kind of like it has that rough like. I don't know, it's just got that that slight bit of edge to it that, you know, it's not yeah. overproduced. It's not overproduced. Oh, Put it that way. It's not too fucking polished around the edges. Yeah. Just that perfect amount of grit. I felt anyways. Thank you, man. Yeah, that was the aim uh, with the recording. I always tried to like do well produced, but also I I really want everything to sound natural um, and not like overhyped. So yeah, that's no. Yeah. I definitely thought you you accomplished that. So we'll get into that then, since we're we're on there. Where'd you guys record this? Uh, so I have like a small studio in the, in Montreal that I share with other people. Um. I mix at home, like in the setup that you currently see right now. Um, so yeah, it, it was recorded in Montreal. Um, and basically we took like, uh, maybe how much time, like maybe a weekend, me and Mark, and we recorded like drums with guitars and then we added stuff over time. Um, and I was like in the middle also of like a mentorship uh, kind of thing that I was doing with Jay Moss of Defeater because um, like I had like tons of time to spare because uh, of the pandemic so it was kind of a project to like showcase everything I learned with him um, but yeah that's basically the story uh, behind like that recording I don't know if there's like more interesting stuff to talk about the um, about the recording like Nab do you, does anything come to your mind um, not really. I uh, I joined right around the time they recorded, so I'm not playing on the record uh, actually. But uh, Max did a very good job playing both instruments. Guitar oh yeah, and play, bass. yeah, yeah. I play bass too, yeah. and it was like kind of a, it's it's the first project I sing in, and uh, so it was kind of like a discovery process of like how I wanted to sing and what my voice was able to do and stuff like that. And um, I recorded the vocals by myself because I was kind of like worried it would really suck and didn't want like anyone else to hear it if it, it wasn't good um <laughs> so uh so i did that all by my uh, like all by myself for the vocals um and yeah i showed them to the guys and they liked it so we yeah that's basically it ah fuck i love the vocals i love the mix so that's cool it's pretty diy so you you went in with just you and the drummer and then you got the bill at the end here so this is like a really recently formed band well we've been jamming for like the whole pandemic though 
So we we were like we didn't know like what the project would be. Uh, we started jamming at um, Mark's old house, and he was like a, kind of in the process of selling that house. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we we met, jammed, and like wrote three songs in like one jam. So we were like, oh, okay, so maybe there's something nice going on here, and we start we started like you know, brainstorming ideas of like what we wanted to, the, the project to be. And we decided to like uh, keep on jamming when he sold his house. We, we got a spot uh, in Montreal at Stedermill. And then we, we kept on writing more and more songs, doing pre-prods. And after the, all of that, we had like, I don't know, 11, 12 songs. And we were like, okay, so the demos are cool, but there's like no shows there's like nothing happening. Everything's closed down. So what do we do? And I was like, well, you know, bands, some bands were canceling uh, recordings. And I was like, let's just re-record the, the entire thing and try to see if like people are interested in it. So that's what we did. And so that took a, a, a long time too to like redo because I, I had to like redo the vocals, which is like very hard because I was kind of, trying to reproduce what I did but also to make it better because if it's not better then there's no point of redoing it um, and then uh, yeah so we got all that uh, done and then there was still no shows so we're like okay we're gonna send that some uh, to some people and Nick heard it and he liked it so that's how we got on NMSD I guess which is super cool for us oh yeah oh yeah great scene great label yeah. So how do you guys all know each other then? Have you guys known each other for a while? Yeah, so uh, me and Mark, uh, we go way back, um, like maybe almost 10 years ago. Uh, we went to recording school together. Um, so I, <clears throat> when I was like, uh, I think I was 18 or 19 at the time. Uh, I moved in uh, to Montreal when I was like 17 or 18. I did like a a literature program which i hated and then I, I was like okay well i'm i'm in montreal for like you know to meet musicians and stuff like that so i i did a, a recording class and i met mark there it had been like a year that i was in montreal making absolutely no friends not connecting with anyone and uh, when i met him we like the same bands and we like really got along well uh r from the get-go um we spent like the, the program was like a, a, a year long program. We spent the year, we became like real good friends. Uh, we bonded over bands. Like uh, at that time we were uh, in a, like a bridge nine phase, like hardcore bands from, from bridge nine and, uh, and stuff like that. And no one really in the program was like, I don't know, like enjoying hardcore and, and punk stuff. So during the entire program, we, we really, uh, became like super close um he was playing in a band called dark circles which uh, they're still uh, going uh, it's like a d-beat band um and we never got the chance of really like uh uh playing together uh before like a couple of years ago like before the pandemic um and then like we we always always kept in touch and like saw each other at shows or and stuff like that but i was like really respecting his time and i was like in other projects and stuff like that but it really came together like 
in the pandemic where like we we both had time um and uh nab we met uh, through a mutual friend of ours uh, uh frank he was like uh, in punk bands in quebec city and uh we were looking for a bassist and uh, he, he suggested nab uh right away said like we had like similar interests similar uh music taste and all that and we clicked right away like at a first jam so that's basically how we how we met Nice. So let's, uh, let's talk about where you guys are from. You guys are out in uh, Montreal or did, did Montreal? I don't know. I'm not saying it right, am I? Montreal? Montreal. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I know I'm not saying it proper. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so like the, the uh... English way of saying it and the French way of saying it. But um, yeah, so I, I'm... Do you want to start now? Like you have a longer history of like places you've been and uh, where you're from and all that. Oh, sure. Um, so I've only been uh, living in Montreal for three and a half years, I guess. I've been moving here uh, in October 2018. Um, I'm from France originally, uh, but I lived uh, I lived all over. I uh, spent time in uh, in the UK. I lived in Madrid in Spain. Um, I lived in Vancouver as well, and uh, all over in France. And yeah, it's been a, it's been a few years. Then I'm in Montreal, and I really like it. And uh, I'm love really, the winter. I fucking yeah, I, I don't love the winter. Uh, it's it's fun. It's, say, it's getting better, you know. Why would you come back after being in like nice places? Like, like not not to <laughs> shit on Canada, but like you've yeah. been in like nice countries and shit. Why would you come back? You get so <laughs> fucking miserable and cold here. For like six months every year it's hell it's true it's true i um i lived in vancouver for a little about a year in uh 2012 2013 and um i had to leave for immigration reasons it wasn't my decision and uh it was always like a, a hard blow and for five years um i stayed in france and i was always missing canada uh, had a lot of friends in Vancouver. Um, I played in in bands there and everything. And uh, I uh, I had plans uh, to I don't know if I had plans to move back to Canada, but um, basically I was in a in a long term relationship. And when that ended, um, I didn't know what the fuck to do. And my first uh, my first idea was, well, I don't know what to do. I kind of want to go back to Canada. Maybe I'll try that. So I applied for a visa. And you were uh, feeling you were feeling cold. So cold you... inside, so I needed to be in a cold yeah, place, you know. Exactly. Um, but Vancouver never was that cold, so I didn't really um, have a good experience of what the cold was. And uh, a friend of mine uh, really wanted to move to Canada as well. So when um, when he also got a visa, we decided we'd move together. Um, he was really set on going to Montreal. Uh, Vancouver by then had become impossible to live in. Uh, it is so expensive, so. That wasn't really an option for me, um, so I was like, "Why, why not Montreal?" Like, so as if you can hear, like... my accent is is much worse than than Max's. Mine is terrible. I sound like you know, very European. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, to to make a long story short, <laughs> yeah, I ended up in in Montreal. Um, I didn't anticipate the winter to be that brutal. Um, the first couple were hard, but now I'm used to it and I'm chilling, so it's fine. I've been trying all my life to you know fly away from the winter and you're flying in the winter 
Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be my choice, anyway. that's for sure. <laughs> what, what's the scene like where you guys are at, though? You got a lot of punk bands, a lot of venues, a lot of DIY uh, happening, or what? Yeah, like right now, everything is starting to like pop back up. So there's like tons of new bands. Um, bands that were very active before the pandemic, we kind of see them uh, less, I guess. Or I think like many, many of them just like went away because um, it's like really discouraging. Like if you <laughs> if you like put everything in place and like there's a pandemic, so we can't do like have any payoff of all your hard work. Um, but yeah, like in Montreal, there's a cool uh, venue that's called Turbo House that does a lot of uh, punk shows. Um, there's uh, We're going to p- be playing Ritz. Uh, that's a bigger kind of room, but there's like tons of indie bands, punk bands that play there. Uh, there's Trackside, which is more like a DIY uh, punk uh, venue. Uh, anything else you can think of uh, now? Um- well, La Sala Rosa, um, which is pretty oh, yeah. cool. Uh, they have a basement spot that is is nice. Uh, my favorite venue, is, I don't Casa? know if it's going to open back. No, no. My favorite one is Casa del Popolo. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it's going to open, but uh, there are some really, really cool, yeah. show, cool shows. I think they're like a, they're t- they're a t-shirt uh, store right now. But they, we... they turned the uh, the room where they were having shows into a, into a store. Um, yeah, a proper storefront and everything, but I, you know, I I hope it's gonna open back up for shows. Yeah. But yeah, there's so many some, cool uh... bands here, like you know, so many good. Yeah, cool I wanted bands. to ask. Um, How, you got some favorite locals you want to shout out? Or... Yeah, I mean, to me, um, my favorite one. Uh, I didn't know many bands from Montreal when I moved here, um, but I really loved Mondays Bay. Um, they put out a record in 2020 on Pure Noise, um, which is a really, really great record. And uh, it didn't get a lot of shine. They were one of the bands that really got screwed by the pandemic. They had big plans and stuff. Um, they're such a great band. I encourage everyone to to check out that record. Um, and uh, during the pandemic, I also got into a band that I haven't seen yet, which is Big Brave. It's a oh, very yeah. loud band, very beautiful. They have a few, a bunch of records on uh, on Southern Lord, I think. They just put out a collaboration record with the Body. Um, I'm I can't wait to see them. Um, and also, there's a lot of new bands right now. Uh, that's very exciting. Um, I'm thinking of bands like uh, Instep, um, Private Hell, Sweet Mess, Pilea. Fake friends, yearning that you had on the show. Yeah, um, it's very exciting for in terms of new bands. Um, mm-hmm. There's a big oi scene here with pretty good bands. Like uh, I really like Beton Armé. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different stuff, and it's all good, honestly. Mm. Oh, there's Phase too. Did, yeah, did, did you mention Phase? No, this is like they're... a cool hardcore band that they're kind of like they're putting on the craziest show. Um, and yeah, it's been wild uh, going at their shows. Uh, super good band, Phase F A Z E. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned In Step. It's kind of like a, a, a lifetime kind of band. So yeah. like early saves the day. Lots of fa- kind of fast part. Yeah, yeah. Lots of fast part. Uh, really excite- uh, exciting band. Uh, 
fake friends we mentioned uh, i'm the one who recorded them uh how would you describe them now i don't know kind of like uh, i don't know they rock to me they sound a little bit you know like i don't know maybe the foo fighters queen of the stone age but also stuff like more poppy like kind of like cultural abuse kind of stuff you know like yeah, yeah catchy yeah. They're, yeah and uh, there's a vic's new band too that's uh, called puffer which is like a kind of a rock and roll hardcore band that's yeah if you like that's if you like really good. And the gang and that stuff that kind of stuff it's like pretty good Damn, and this is all happening out where you guys are at. That's a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's a there's a brand answers. new like maybe you'll you'll uh, you'll be stoked to hear them because there's like in uh, in your kind of vibe. I think it's uh, a band called Sweet Mess. They just released a song like two weeks ago, and they're really all about like that that um, '90s alternative emo kind of sound. Yeah, um, sounds like it would be up super, my alley. Okay, yeah. if you like super, super catchy. Crush, if you like, yeah, Pony and all those catchy bands, they're they're great. Okay, yeah, to check them out. I haven't heard them yet, to be honest. I'll check them out after. I just uh, wanted to mention that, or I wanted to ask Neb. You said like you were mentioning Yearning and some like French screamo bands. Like you fuck with screamo music? I didn't expect that to be honest. Well, I um, I got into DIY. Um, DIY music, DIY punk through Screamo because there was a um, very, very good scene uh, when I got into it. It was in the early to mid-2000s um, and I was witnessing all those bands and it was an amazing time for Screamo music yeah. and some of the best bands were coming from my area. Um, bands like Deitro, like uh, Mia Edrich, um, all those bands like uh, they were local to me because um, uh, my dad lived in Lyon and I would visit all the time and go to shows. Um, that's what piqued my my interest at first. I was skateboarding a lot and um, seeing these black and white posters in the streets. And I could see that it was related to punk, uh, but I didn't know really what hardcore was or those weird descriptions like emo, post-hardcore, what the, what the hell is that, you know? And then I ended up seeing a lot of bands, you know, all those high... Um, what is it like, uh, um, you know, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce them, but Yage or Yage, I don't know. Um, all those American bands on, uh, I can't remember that label. Um, uh, stuff like, uh, you know, Funeral Dinner or Funeral Diner, I don't know. Um, all that stuff, but that was like really what got me into into hardcore. I was, I was into punk hardcore and I thought like bands like Minor Fred and Black Flag were just punk. I didn't know it was something different. Uh, to me, hardcore was stuff like 25 to Life, you know, Madball, um, just, uh, you know, Hatebreed. And I wasn't really interested in that, even though I do listen to some of these bands now. Um, but yeah, Screamo was also, Screamo shows were great. Like I remember the first time I went to a show and I got into this room and I was there super early because I went on the time that was uh, written on the flyer. And of course, nobody shows up on time. Um, and nice, then yeah. I got handed some flyers and I was checking out the room and there were like a bunch of distros. And I was like, what the hell? Vinyl records? What? You know, it was like 2004 or something. Like, <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know, this guy was like super nice to me, talking to me, to me. And I was like 17 years old and I was super shy. And uh, and then a few months later, I see that guy again at the show, and 
he walks on stage and pick up pick up the bass and he was the the bass player of Datro. Um, mm. and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, what? you can meet the people in bands and that's, yeah. uh, that's so nice. And, um, some of these people became friends. Um, like, uh, I, I really like Julian from Daytro. He, he's a really great artist. He did, uh, he did some arts from some of my bands and stuff. Um, he's a really nice guy. And, um, uh, yeah, I mean, all those bands, especially the scent, the scene in Lyon is very dear to me. All those bands that came out after, you know, be it Ankh, Baton Rouge, um, One to XU, uh, One to XU, all those bands, really, really good. Ooh, so that's that's for all the uh, the fans who listen to the show only for fucking screamo bands. There you go. We're talking about screamo here. You got your <laughs> fix. Not fucking scrams. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the term either. <laughs> it, it's whatever. It's it's whatever, right? <laughs> awesome so i'm gonna jump right back into it what band do you guys listen to that you don't think is getting enough attention right now or that you think deserves more attention put it that way hmm. um i'm i'm very surprised the uh webdwing lp that came out last year is not uh talked about more because it is an incredible record and mm-hmm. uh i'm yeah I think they deserve more attention. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, since you're in Ontario, my answer is uh, probably going to be uh, the band Pretty Maddie, uh, which is a, a favorite of mine from Toronto and Windsor, more precisely, I guess. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Max, do you have any? Uh... Uh, that's a good question because... Like the bands I'm gonna name are probably like super well known. So yeah, have you heard? Of but them? but I still think they deserve more. <laughs> like, uh, well, that's the question, know, right? So yeah, I've really liked the Somerset Thrower last album. I think they released a single not too long ago too. I think they're like one of the best bands right now, and uh, they get talked about. But for me, it's like they're one of my favorites. I I wish more people would talk about them. If not, there's uh, members of Such Gold that started a new band called uh, uh, Taking Meds. And like they've been on Audio Tree and stuff. So people heard of them, but I still think they, they're like way better than the attention that they're getting. Um, especially after like all the Heineken Zero stunt that they did on their Instagram, which I don't know if you're, you know what I'm referring to. But so the, <laughs> the singer uh, posted like, Kind of like a um, a Christmas calendar thing, but it was like a, an Instagram post of him uh, speaking to Heineken to get a sponsored uh, a sponsorship for Heineken Zero, and it okay. was really funny. And he, he ended up getting it from <laughs> what yeah, I can uh, understand. Uh, yeah, right. So... <laughs> Is that a non-alcoholic beer? Yeah. Okay. Well, why the non-alcoholic? Is he not like? Is he straight edge or? Well, the whole thing was like he's trying to get uh, to be sober. And if Heineken Zero doesn't sponsor him, he's going to ruin Christmas because he's going to like fall back yeah. into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> brilliant fucking marketing. I'll give it to or, him. Or to, be, to be more specific, ruin is aging mother's Christmas. Oh, no. And Heineken <laughs> Zero saved the day. Today's yeah, they saved it. Not just a phase brought to you by Heineken Zero. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was great, man. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. That's funny shit. 
Yeah, you can still find the post, I guess, on this on their Instagram. Cool, cool. I didn't know that, so that's that's funny. It's funny shit. It's hard to keep track of everybody. So many bands, and you know, with all the chaos, the pandemic yeah. releases came out. Shit got just lost in the chaos, right? Yeah. And if you don't just Very live true. on social media, you're gonna miss stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Max was talking about that Somerset Flower uh, earlier. It's it's an amazing record. It came, everybody talked about it for a week, and then it disappeared. All the chatter disappeared, and it went to something else. And I think it's too bad because uh, um, right now a lot of things, you know, fall on the fall to the side, and uh, it's nobody's fault really. It's just that there's always something else to get our attention. Yeah, and that's probably one of the downside of maybe social media. You know, it makes everything a little. Uh, It's the mar- modern life. Yeah, but uh, yeah. You know, how do you say? How it is? Anyway, and I hear you. Some stuff gets lost, and some stuff just gets burnt out too quickly. Depends how much uh, attention it gets. Right, you have to have the right amount of lore and discussion, but not get buried because there's just so much going on. Right. Yeah. Which is why I definitely wanted to feature you guys because I know you guys are gonna blow the fuck up. When is the new <laughs> stuff coming out? I need to hear it. I want to hear it now. I wanted to hear it two weeks ago when I listened to the demo for like the hundredth fucking time, or sorry, the promo tape for the hundredth <laughs> time. <laughs> right. When is this new stuff, guys? Uh, so everything's uh, at pressing right now. So basically, they they have uh, our fate Actually. in their hands. Uh, so- we're gonna release uh, a few more uh, more songs, I think, between the time that we get the records, like maybe one or two singles or something like that. Um, but yeah we're already writing the second one uh so we're Get not out of here like, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll have like a second one ready for next year that's for sure i think that's cool um so you guys you guys are hoping for wax then you set out the plant like you're waiting to get yeah, vinyl it's, pressed yeah, yeah yeah it's being pressed on vinyl uh yeah uh, new morality is putting it out um, yes yeah. it's gonna look sick the artwork's amazing 12 songs 12 uh, songs Is it 10, ten Max? 10 songs. Yeah. I'll take 10. I'll take 10. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be okay with that. I'll be okay with that. You're lucky though. Any less than 10, we would have had an issue here. We almost uh yeah, we almost got uh, some of them, but we decided not to. They were yeah. Yeah. Oh. I feel like like 10 songs is like the perfect length for for LP. It's like it's not too long. And you get, yeah, 10 songs. I don't think 12 absolute max. Uh? Like 12 maximum, I think is, yeah, yeah 10 is great. 12 yeah. is, is maximum, I feel. 14, you better be a power violence band, otherwise I'm not listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 30-second songs. You, yeah. yeah, if you're a power violence band and you put out a full length and it's longer than 14 minutes, I don't care how many songs are on it. You're posers and I hate it. It's bad. Yeah. If it's 14 <laughs> songs and longer than 15 minutes, no, you're doing it wrong. You're not doing it right, that's for sure. <laughs>
So shows they're somewhat back depending where you are. Yeah. What do you guys got lined up? You got anything you can plug or talk about? Uh, April 21st, we play our first real show. Uh, it's with Angel Dust, with uh, Webbed Wing, and uh, Spiritual Cramp. Uh, I saw you guys post this the other day. Yeah, so we got so really is... lucky to get that show. Oh, and, fuck, uh, I'd say. We're really stoked on it. Uh, yeah, we played like a, a show that was like kind of a... How do you say, how do you call that? It was it's kind like of like t- an open mic uh, started by Turbo House. Uh, yeah, I think it was the first one they did. So they really wanted bands to to jump on on the bill and and play because they were afraid nobody would show up. I guess I don't know, but we we thought it'd be a good idea to try those songs uh, on stage, and uh, that was fun. That was just yeah. like free songs. But you know. been like your first live performance. Yeah. Yeah. As like a a three piece, it was just this uh, open mic at the. Yeah, but it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to, yeah, it's kind of weird to call it an open mic because it's like, basically, it's all bands that were there, but it's it's like your band shows up and then you play uh, three songs. Which is kind of like a weird concept, but it was a very fun night. Yeah, you sign up. Every band sign up, and uh, it's shuffled around, so there's no order. The order is random. And, uh, yeah, you don't know when to when you play, and you you play on the cool. like the venue's gear as yeah. well. Like we oh, just no brought way. like guitars. We we weren't allowed to bring like uh, breakables, and uh, Mark oh, yeah, insisted yeah. on his cymbals at least. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we did that. It went well. It was very also, fun. Also, we play really loud, so we were afraid it wouldn't be enough. But you take a look at, at Sergio's gear, and you're like, oh no, we're gonna be fine. Yeah. <laughs> That is so cool. That's that's an interesting concept. And so your your second show technically will be with Angel Dust. Fantastic! Yeah. Congrats. You didn't thank get you. lucky. I feel you. You definitely deserve it. I mean, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's very cool. How did you end up on that bill? Uh, so some well, I guess some friends uh, know like the promoter, but like I just hit up the promoter and we sent him the the release. Uh, I was chatting with him before that, um, just saying like, hey, we're a band, we're going to release some music soon. And was like, okay, well, hit me up when it's released. So that's what I did. And uh, the same day he offered us the show. So I I sent him like uh, the, uh, the release and he was looking for a band and announcing the show the next day. So we, we were like right in the Good pocket timing. with the timing of that. And wild, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. so we, yeah. we got the confirmation and it got announced like 10 hours later. Absolutely massive. So you guys haven't played too many shows, obviously, as we've just discussed. No. But if you could play, you know, share the stage with anybody, who would you guys love to play with? Um, I think I'd love to play with Praise. Because uh, I love those guys, uh, and uh, and we don't sound just we don't sound alike, but I just I just love that band so much. They're just my favorite. Really good people too. Um, I don't know who would we like to play uh, mm. to play with. I'm just stoked to be able to play with bands that I like, such as Spiritual Cramp and and Web Doing, you know, and uh, and that's gonna be fun. Um, more of that, I guess. <laughs> 
green band though you could play with anybody who do you want to open for or do a support tour for oh shit yeah anybody anybody yeah if you could play for anybody with anybody as an opening act or a supporting or co-headline whatever the fuck this guy's i'd love it i'd love to open for jawbreaker i'd love to open for jimmy world semi am yeah. like seaweed like all of our 90s bands uh influence basically uh current bands like uh, fiddlehead somerset thrower that i already mentioned uh for sure um yeah i mean uh just i just Jar- want to with bands that i like honestly jawbreaker would be a dream come true that's for sure um you have any uh, other ideas no not nothing that i can think of yeah What about um, a band that's no longer active you'd want to see do a reunion? Who's that band for you guys? Huh. Um, I'm not too big on reunions. Uh, I'm saying that, but I'm going to see uh, Verbal Assault on Sunday, <laughs> play a reunion show, which it's going to be weird, but I, I love that band anyway. Um, I feel like every band has done a reunion. Yeah. One, one band that I miss, I got to say, that's maybe in our pocket, is uh, Death is Not Glamorous. Oh yeah, that's they're so yeah. good. Th- that band was just the best. Their shows were incredible. It was mm. so much fun. I Where are they guys. from? They're from uh, Europe, right? They're from Norway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love the that band. The bass player is uh, from Sweden, but the rest of the band is from Norway. Um, I, uh, do you know them, Rob? Death is not glamorous. They're uh, uh, What's the name? The, I, I feel I feel like I should know these it's, guys. It's from an Embrace song. Um. They're very melodic. Um, they're if you like Lifetime, if you like Shook Ones, that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, Shook One. Melodic hardcore. Sick. Uh, Sick. And before it was like a a thing, like it's now. Like it was always a thing, but like at a time where not everyone was doing that sound. Uh, and they were honestly one of the best live band. Um, everybody loved them in Europe. Um, they did a lot of tours with hardcore bands. Like I know they toured with like Tusha More and Verse and um some weird weird bands to to pair them with um and uh and they played some really hardcore shows like especially in the uk because they're on a on a hardcore label called uh called dead and gone which is an amazing label for early 2000 stuff um definitely check that out uh, it's it's amazing death is not glamorous and yourself max do you got you got one man you could think of Another one. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what about Piebald? Oh, I'd love to play with Piebald. I love them. Are <laughs> they still? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're playing shows. But they do like reunions, like yeah, once I in mean, a I while. Think the singer lives in a weird place. Like weird place. I mean, maybe weird place. In Texas, or maybe that's not very nice. No, I mean, you know, the United, States, the United States is a weird place, man. That's just <laughs> I don't think anyone would argue that one with you. Yeah, just, yeah, Pipeball's great. Love them. Uh, yeah. The Fancy. world is a weird place. Hmm. The world is a weird place. You guys got, like, a favorite show or tour memory, either as a band or other bands you were in, or just a favorite moment that has happened live? Anything that really sticks out to you? I can talk about the worst moment. <laughs> oh, that's go, that's go good. We haven't had yeah. that yet. I, I'm curious now. Go go for it, Max. So, 
so I've been playing shows for like not that long of a time. Like I've been around like shows way more uh, for for a way more long time than than I've been playing shows. My first band was like a couple of years late uh, earlier. It was called Deeper Well. And everyone in the band, uh, you know, played many, many shows with all their other bands before. So they were really like hyping me for my, my first show. Like our first show as a band was also my first show ever. And um, so, yeah, they were stoked for me to play the first show. And the first song, it started out with like a like a big chord, just me like ringing a big chord. And oh, it was no. just, just one guitar. And I broke like the, like a really important string uh, on the first Orton. chord. And <laughs> I remember like the bassist uh, was telling me like, oh, you don't need to bring a tuner because I have like two. So I'll bring like uh, my, my second tuner for you. And we, we get to the show and he doesn't have a second tuner. So he's just like, I'm going to just take my tuner tune and let you use it. And we'll just like, you know, <laughs> share the tuner basically. So when you break a string, like a big string, all your neck gets like weird and all your strings get out of tune. And um, I tried this tuner and it wasn't working. So that was my first show. And uh, That's fucking I, awful. I remember it vividly. <laughs> and I was just trying to, you know, be in tune. <laughs> for the entire Just set trying to be and, I, and i was really ashamed during the entire set so that was my my worst <laughs> and wow. everyone after the show were, were like oh you did great you did great <laughs> i was like oh, no shit. i did it oh, it, shit. Sucked. it sucked yeah i think i have a lot of worse moments more than than great because every time <laughs> every time not every every time everything didn't go to shit was a gr- was great but yeah, let's yeah. get a bad moment i haven't yeah. done that yet let's get a bad one what do you got i don't know there's so many just like <laughs> you know from like, so many. yeah just throwing my guitar onto my face and bleeding like profusely oh, fun. on stage nice. um stuff like that uh forgetting my guitar at home and and everyone making fun of me at the show like i don't know why. Yeah, but, um <laughs> That was very embarrassing. How did you do that? I don't, you don't know. Need a, like, you don't need a guitar to play guitar. You had one job. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, it was, yeah. I mean, I had, they didn't load my guitar. It wasn't my, it, my <laughs> they, they, they got the merch. They got the merch and everything, but they left my guitar on my bed. I was like, oh, so it was their fault. Yes, it's everyone else's fault, of course. Um, yeah, you know, playing a show to, to four people in the UK and like seeing a graffiti upstairs that said, uh, oh, Soul Control and, and Balance played here two days ago to six people. So I was like, oh, we're doing worse than them. Um, th- just, just a lot of embarrassing moments um, and also a lot of fun. I, I just, it's all kind of a blur. I'm, I'm really bad at telling tour stories and stuff. Like I remember them like randomly. Yeah. No, these have been these have been great. Uh, I, yeah. I should start asking what, what's I the like worst. I feel like I'm way more been. embarrassing, but I can't really can't remember them. Yeah. If you think of it, you you let me know. No worries. Yeah. We'll cut right back to it. I'll just edit it in. Yeah. If I you guys could embarrassing uh, one, like, embarrassing ones like like Max. Like uh, I, th- I think the biggest show I had played at some point was uh, opening for you for today, and uh, and. I think the amp cut out or blew up like on the first song, my amp. 
and I just didn't know what to do, and nobody was there to give me another amp or something. It, it was just very embarrassing. A lot of embarrassing moments. That's what music is tied to for me. Just uh, you know, frustra- <laughs> frustration and embarrassment, it's, and I keep doing it. Yeah, you don't learn, do you? If you guys could, uh, if you guys could have anyone do like a guest vocal feature on your tracks, I know it doesn't happens a lot more in the the heavier music genres of the world, but if you could have anyone come scream or sing on one of your tracks, who would you guys want to do like a collab with? Dream collab could be anybody, obviously. Doesn't have to be realistic or anything like that. Who do you think would be cool? Hmm. Apart from friends, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily want anyone, especially if I don't. Come on, Blink Blink did a song with uh, Robert Smith. We can think of something. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Robert Smith? If you want to do a song with Morrissey, you know I'm game. No, no, no. (laughs) Morrissey? (laughs) Morrissey, no. Why Morrissey? I'll just copy Blink. Blink did one with, uh, with, you know. Yeah, I'll copy. From the cure, so why not? I'll copy Blink. Why not get someone talented who's also a piece of shit? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'll I'll say uh I'll say the I'll I'll just copy Blink and, and say uh, Robert Smith because I'm a I'm a big the Cures fan. What's, what's the the guy's name? Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Is that what you want? No, no, no. What you want on your song? Oh, dude, no, don't, don't. Please, <laughs> can you cut his mic? <laughs> yeah, I might just edit that out. I don't want any Machine Gun Kelly talk on this show <laughs> <Yeah>. ever. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm mad. <laughs> don't, don't say that. That's Max's favorite band. No. Is it? So I guess no, that answers Mark- my next question. <laughs> if you could do, uh, if you if you could put vocals on anyone's track, who would you want to do vocals for, Max? Oh my god. Machine Gun Kelly, you want to hop on one of those tracks? <laughs> Will no. you be my emo boy? Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> He knows the song, man. You showed Yo, it to me. You showed it's it so to me. No, it was at Mark's place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so there's yeah. a real story here. You did show him this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Mark, I Mark. No. Put him on blast. He, I think he likes Machine Gun Kelly stuff. But not the drumming. He's a drummer. So. Oh yeah, I think he he likes when uh, Travis Barker's on there or something. Oh God. That guy's on everything for the right dollar amount. Yeah. God bless him. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Uh, you back that? You back that? You support that? <laughs> no. no. Okay, oh, well, this boy. is this is segueing well. What do you guys listen to that could be considered cringy, embarrassing, or shameful to yourself or to others? Okay, I'm going to reply for Mark because he's not there. Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I do listen to a lot of uh, pop music that most people find embarrassing. Uh, I really like Kelani. Um, yeah, and stuff like that. So, But I'm not really embarrassed. It's just that nobody wants to listen to it when I put it on, of course. Well, what do, you, um, what do you listen to that people wouldn't expect then? Ooh, a lot. Um, I listen yeah, to let's a hear lot some of, of that. Yeah, I listen to a lot of, you know, like jazz, um, a lot of 90s hip hop, uh, a lot of 90s rap that 
you know, that I got into when I was younger for skate videos. And then I kept digging for the years. Um, um, yeah, like very, a lot of experimental music, ambient music. Um, yeah, I'm just, I don't necessarily consider myself like a, a punk or a hardcore kid or whatever. I'm, I'm really passionate about music in general. It's just that to me, punk and hardcore have this physicality, this energy that you can find anywhere else. And that's something I'm really attracted to because it matches my personality. personality. Um, but I am just, I just love music. If you, if you talk to me about something that you're passionate uh, about in music, I will, chances are I will relate to it. And, and you know, it's easy for me to get into stuff. Mm. That's a good Go answer. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Max, what are you listening to that you get ragged on for? Weezer. Uh, Weezer. Weezer. Oh, yeah. I, I love Weezer. Weezer. I love nice. Weezer. They're amazing. I'm actually yep. uh, uh, jamming in another band. Uh, we're going to put out a few songs uh, soon, but it's like basically a Weezer slash Super Chunk kind of band. Um but yeah, so so some people hate Weezer. I love Weezer. I've always loved uh, Weezer. So for some people, it's embarrassing to say that uh, you love Weezer. Um, but I try to like Naba since I like produce bands and and record all kinds of music. I try to like keep a very open mind and to find like anything that's uh, relatable in music or that's like uh, interesting to some people and try to understand it. And uh, to be able to like, if, you know, someone that uh, comes in to record something and they say like, oh, I want to sound like, you know, the, the vibe of the project is kind of like that. Then I have to keep an open mind and understand what the, the artist is wanting to, to be doing. Um, I listen to a lot of, uh, maybe that's, some, that's uh, cringy for some people, but like I grew, grew up, my parents were really listening to like uh, 70s rock like, uh, you know, Pink Floyd, Genesis, uh, stuff like that. I still enjoy uh, those bands uh, and all those 70s bands like Led Zeppelin and all of that. I really like them still. Um, other than that, like, like uh, there's a, a few pop things that I like as well, like uh, Charlie XEX. Uh, um, what else? I'm trying to think of like different styles that I listen to. I listen to a lot of like... Uh, uh the indie folk kind of bands like uh a bit experimental like, i i love elliot smith um uh, nab just saw absolute like uh, elliot smith is fantastic yeah i absolutely yes. love them so unreal, we're doing a unreal musician we're gonna be doing a cover of uh ballad of big nothing uh, with uh with my other band um i i know uh, nab went to see the microphones last week which I, I also love, uh, the microphones. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I, it's less of a... Nav was more on point <laughs> with this response, yeah. but yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> no, like trying fun. to think. Like, I like fun. the Pixies. I like, I don't know, I like a lot of stuff. I think and... in general, we're, we're all pretty open-minded in terms of music. We listen to a lot of stuff. We're yeah, for sure. Pretty excited about music in general. It's mostly like in the indie, punk, hardcore, or you know, kind of world. 
But, uh, I used to love uh, Kanye West as well, but now I, I kind of like <laughs> stop. I stop like understanding what he's doing. So yeah. I wouldn't. I don't think he he knows what he's doing anymore. Yeah, <laughs> but I used to love those uh, early records uh, he did. Um, so, what yeah. about uh, what about last year? If you guys had to pick like an album of the year, hmm. Yeah. Um, to what me, was spinning a lot? Yeah, to me, the easy answer to that is the Web Doing record. Uh, What's so fucking funny? Because um, I still listen to that record at least once a week since it came out last year. So that's a pretty good testament on how good it is. Um, staple, yeah. Yeah, and uh, if if you like. Okay, I'll admit it. It sounds a little bit like Weezer, but the good kind of Weezer songs. Uh, the Lemonheads comes to mind too. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a really great album. And uh, another album on the complete opposite side of the spectrum that I really love is uh, this artist called Midwife. Um, she's just a solo uh, musician um, doing some very droney, ambient, shoegazy kind of songs she's touring with um with nothing right now she, i think she even plays in nothing she or she plays maybe a song with them on stage um it's just an incredible album it's called luminal it's very very sad and there is a shoegazy ambient offspring cover on there so you should check oh, that wow. out. What, what offspring song um it's a song on ixne on the ixne on the ombre And uh, the melody is just the same melody over and over again. And you're like, wow, this is so fun and so good. Oh, it's one of my favorite Offspring albums. Yeah, you, you, I'll send you a link. It's uh, so Midwife. Cool. Um, it's a yeah. great record. Yeah, it came out on the Flenser, which is a really great label if you're into dark and ambient stuff. Hmm. What about, about yourself you, there, Max? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Did we mention we didn't mention a military gun? That was last year. Yeah, that. So that was on. Yeah, constantly on spin for me. Um, I think there. Oh yeah. D a r e. I didn't uh, know you like that band. Yeah, yeah, they put out an awesome record uh, last year. See, I um, love hearing that response. That's why I ask these questions. Yeah, that's I mean, what it's I, all. That's what it's all about. In Montreal. What? Did you see them, Max? No, no, I missed them. They played with uh with Young Gov and all those bands. Okay. That, was, that was pretty fun. Yeah, um, I wasn't there. My favorite hardcore album last year is also something that doesn't get a lot of enough attention. Is a band called Worst Doubt. Um, they're from Paris, uh, France. Um, if you like, if you like '90s New York hardcore stuff like Marauder, All Out War, um, but done very tastefully. Um, kind of like the a daring songwriting choices like you know like kind of like trapped under ice too that kind of stuff it's an amazing record they're so good and i guess they're doing a they're touring europe with pain of truth um soon and they have another tour coming i think um but i'm i'm hoping they're gonna come to you know north america because they're it's an amazing record you should check it out if you're into hard stuff hmm Last year was Turnstile. Who? Two. Turnstile. You know them? Say who? Rings a bell. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a of course that's nice. number one record. This yeah. Is, I, it was I don't know. So sick. I'm playing a game right now, which is like 
trying to recommend Turnstile to everyone who's not into hardcore and see what the results are. If they are. like it. And so far, it's a landslide. Everyone loves it. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I listened to that record you told me about. That's really good. I don't listen to a lot of rock stuff, but, like, I love it. Yeah. I had some friends that were, like, disappointed in, like, Turnstile, like, playing hardcore that's less and less hardcore. But I was like, I feel like they've been trying to make that record and for like a couple of records and now they they've like really nailed down the sound of it and they like got it perfectly this time i think the only people who don't like the new turf star record are hardcore kids everyone else love it loves it so that's that's also yeah you know a percentage of hardcore kids i guess don't like it but yeah, yeah a small but that's but that's probably the, the record i listened to the most uh, last year there's also um a uh, pile of love that was last year that was like almost this year but like you know last year is very close because it was like four months ago uh pile of love there they have members of uh shared members with drug church um who else this is like a super group and it's very like catchy alternative rock kind of music so since we're all canadian guys who's your favorite and least favorite canadian band Oh no! Um, oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! I think my favorite Canadian band might be Strain. Um, so Strain is a is a hardcore band from Vancouver from the '90s. Uh, they have a bunch of seven inches and one album on New Age Records called Here and Now. That album is like very dear to me. Um, the singer passed away a few years ago in a in a freak accident. Um, they're a wonderful band. Uh, all that Vancouver scene from the early 2000s, I just love all the legitimate bros bands, uh, the Go It Alone, the Get The Most, mm -hmm. the Keep It Clear, um, you know, all those bands. Um, to me, that's the Canadian hardcore that I like, uh, Canadian, yeah, Canadian music. It's, it's hard for me. I'll, uh, I'll let you in on a little secret. Uh, Europeans have no idea what the difference is between uh, a band or an actor from the United States or Canada. To us, it's the same. So I think a lot of people don't know that Comeback Kid is not an American band, for instance. In your right. Mm. I haven't heard the name Goat alone in a long time. Really? They're fantastic. We, we yeah. say that yeah. about every week because that's one of our favorite bands. They're so good. Yeah. yeah yeah like when uh, me and mark uh met at first like uh, 10 years ago we really talked about that band and yeah yeah the blue mondays the you know circles yeah. all that all that crew I, I just love every project they're in yeah i have to mention fucked up because like i really yep. love them and uh, they put out their record in uh well like a few years ago uh, I guess yeah. it was pre-pandemic. Um, I think "Does Your Dream" came out in 2019. Yeah, so that's it. So like, fucked up. Really they got record. really big. They they got really big. And the last time I saw them in Montreal, it was with uh, Millspec, and like people didn't seem to care about them that, as much as when I first saw them, uh, where it was like huge crowds and people uh, going crazy. But to me, they released like their one of their best albums. Uh, in 2018, I think. Absolutely. 
um, so maybe that's with the cash, the question earlier about like a record that didn't get like enough intention. Uh, I, I feel like that one should have got uh, more for sure. Um, yeah. A any project that, uh, uh ben, <coughs> ben, ben Cooks. Yeah. Ben Cook, uh, isn't it like a, all the young uh, stuff is, is amazing. Um, yeah. So that would be my, who are we hating on though? Who's your least favorite Canadian band? Rush? Nickelback? <laughs> Nickelback? Hey, Rush is in the, the 70s uh, kind of rock band I was talking about that my parents liked. So, yeah. <laughs> no, it's know. Can... you know what? It, it's 2022. There's no time for hate. So, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, in, in Freaks and Geeks, the guy, uh, he loves Rush, played by uh, Steven uh, Seagal. Great show. Great show. Yeah, amazing show. Yeah. Great show. Um, I don't know. Maybe Shania Twain. You don't like her? What's wrong with you? I do not like Shania Twain. No time for hate. I'm editing that out. How dare, how dare you? She is a Today. national treasure. She should be Today. on the loony for fuck's sakes. Today, mentioned on the podcast, Shania Twain, Machine Gun Kelly. Just a whole lot of poser talk going on. <laughs> If, uh, you know, assuming neither of you guys are pacifists, if you could punch anybody in the face as hard oh, yeah. as you possibly can, who would you punch out and why? Hmm. Who do you think deserves it the most? Uh, the the don't first seem like very that comes angry to mind people. To me, so, no, like... I just saw Jackass. Um, oh, nice. So I, I would probably hit someone in jackass that like doesn't care about being hit like steve-o i love to hit steve-o <laughs> just give him a good punch yo steve-o steve is cool i recommend uh listening to that interview on um turned out a punk it's uh, the singer of fucked up's podcast and that was a very surprising interview that dude saw some wild bands um mm. yeah so that's yeah, uh, yeah that's dude. my yeah yeah, I, I watched uh, a few episodes of his own podcast, uh, Stevo. Like a, yeah. the one, I think there's one where it's like uh, he travels in a van kind of thing and he, he meets people and uh, he does a podcast with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you punching anybody now, or? Um, that I would like to punch in the face. Uh, the, the first person that comes to mind is this uh, politician, this French politician called Eric Zemmour. Um, okay. He's a far, far right um, candidate for the presidential yeah. election, and yeah. he's an absolute garbage. Um, he's uh, even more racist and right wing than the uh, the candidate that we had for many years now. Um, and he's a dangerous person. He's uh, bringing a lot of... Uh, He's he's got a lot of um, of airtime right now. He's on the uh, he's on TV a lot. Um, that's what he does. He says some awful shit, and he deserves to be punched in the face for it. Um, in my opinion, he's he's very dangerous because he's uh, totally legitimizing um, hate speech and violence. Um, and there's a there's a big surge of um, of racist violence in France. Uh, from neo-Nazis and uh, right-wing uh, activists, air quotes. Um, 
you know, anti-feminist violence, um, violence against people of color. Um, they actually like neo-Nazis um, are attacking people in my hometown in Lyon. Um, you know, they're stabbings, they, um, you know, uh, arson, um, one of the, of the best uh, little bar that we had for a venue for a while. It, it's, uh, it, it burned down and uh, now it's, it's back up, but that sort of shit. So that guy is um, a big problem and is not going away right now. And that I'm really scared and I just want to punch him in the face. Damn, that's a lot. I did not know that. I'm sorry to hear that. It's no good. It's definitely yeah, no Europe, good. Europe is taking a hard turn uh, on a, in, a, mm. in right-wing politics right now. That's fucked up. Yep. All right, so punch that guy. He deserves it for sure. On to, uh, on to happier topics. Is this your guys' first podcast you've been on? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys um, listen to a, a lot of podcasts? or? Uh, for myself, not really. Uh yeah. When I yeah when I because I I spend days like listening uh, to mixes and stuff like that so like the audio medium is not like the best for me because I need like break a break from audio stuff so but uh, I think Nab he listens to a whole lot of podcasts yeah to me it's about half and half with music uh, for the past few years um, I listen to a lot of podcasts a lot of uh, music podcasts. Um, I listen to a lot of indigenous podcasts. Um, I work with indigenous communities uh, in Montreal, and uh, um, I'm always trying to you know, get a better understanding of uh, the reality of the situation, the, the cultural context within Canadian society. You know, especially as a as a foreigner who who didn't know much about that side of the Canadian history before moving here. Um, so I would I would strongly recommend uh, podcasts like uh, Media Indigena, uh, The Secret Life of Canada, Unreserved, The Red Nation. Um, yeah, I listen to podcasts mostly to educate myself um, on a lot of things. So I also listen to a lot of uh, uh, mostly French podcasts on politics, um, feminism, um, relationships, sexuality, philosophy um yeah and as in as for music podcasts i really love um axe to grind um red went podcasts uh demolition form of passion uh and one, one podcast that i really recommend to your listeners is um a podcast called too much tv have you heard about it it's um it's from ontario too it's um uh, it's made by uh, Matt and Sam who play in the bands Pony and Pretty Maddie. Uh, they are down in Windsor. Um, they uh, they they take the a list of the hundred best uh, TV shows of the last twenty years, and uh, each week they uh, they watch an episode. They have to each write a song about it, uh, and they have guests. Uh, it's really funny. It's really good. I recommend the episode with uh, Mark from Super Crush and Go It Alone. Um, he basically writes a Super Crush song on that podcast. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, that one is a, it's a stronger recommendation for me. Interesting. Thanks for taking your well-educated self onto my show or ask people who they'd like to punch. That's a- <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks for joining us today, man. Sometimes Thanks. violence is the answer. You know? it, it can be. It can be. It's a passion. So I'm always curious. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap up, but I got uh, maybe two more questions for you guys. What's the next big goal or accomplishment? What do you guys want to reach as a band? Like, is there a big venue you want to play? A big festival you've always dreamed of playing? Is there a specific goal or milestone you'd like to reach before the uh, the end of the career? Whenever that may be, hopefully numerous, well, numerous decades down the road from now. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, when we started the project, me and Mark, the, the goal was to, um, to bring the project to a, uh, to be able to just tour in Europe because I've never been in Europe. And uh, I've always told myself, like, I don't want to just go visit. I wanted to go there and do something. Uh, so that's been my, like the goal that's uh, really important to me would be to like be able to bring that project uh, in Europe. Uh, I don't care about like <laughs> venue size or anything like that. I just want to be there and, and play music. And I guess like the, f- the next few goals would just be to like, you know, we're trying to book some weekends in Ontario, uh, in Quebec, and just like start playing more and more uh, shows everywhere that we can possibly get yeah to, uh, to me it's a, it's a little similar to max um, i've i've toured europe multiple times but i've never toured the us i've only played shows in seattle when i lived in vancouver um, and i would really like to tour the us maybe not the whole country in one go not a full us but um, at least the east coast because I have a lot mm. of friends. I have a lot of uh, cities that I like there. And um, I know the conditions are not as uh, as good as I'm, what I'm used to touring Europe. Um, you know, over there, we get fed. We have a place to stay. Um, it's a very different vibe. Um, not just that, but in general, it's a very different vibe, I feel. Um, there's a big uh, cultural difference there, which is hard to explain. That's why sometimes American bands have a hard time over there. That's why sometimes Europeans get kind of insulted by some American bands' behavior, stuff like that. Um, But yeah, in terms of goals, um, definitely touring Europe um, with this band would be really fun. I I really like Mark and Max, and we are good friends, but we don't know each other that well. And I feel like we'd have a lot of fun on tour together. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'd love to show Max uh, a lot of the places that I know in Europe, you know, um, especially in France, because I feel like he would have a blast uh, since he's never uh, left Canada, I believe, or North No, Canada. I've left Canada, but uh, yeah. never uh, the continent. Yeah, it's just like, you know, when you, you, you have friends and you want to invite them over and show them your, your bedroom and all the cool toys, toys that you have. That's how I feel about Europe. Like, guys, I'll, I'll show you like this cafe, <laughs> this cafe in, in Czech Republic. It's amazing. You're gonna love it. And yeah, cool. Cool. So uh, yeah. I guess we'll 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 wrap it up here. You guys got any last uh, plugs, shoutouts, um, causes? Anything you'd you'd want to speak on? The floor is yours. The mic's yours. Anything at all? Um, just shout out to Nick and New Morality. Um, really appreciate his support, really appreciate what he's doing as a label. Uh, I've known Nick for years. Uh, we've, uh, I used to do a zine for 
a decade now and uh that's how we met and uh when new morality was just a zine and uh i'm glad that uh we're able to continue this friendship through uh through spite house right now um and uh just to have someone on our camp is is such a great feeling you know because just the three of us it's uh it's a little isolating i guess sometimes what about you max uh i can't really think of anything but just like like to thank you or any anyone that cared to listen to uh to our stuff um thank you for for hosting us on your podcast uh we really appreciate like any any attention that we get or any any people that like sends us a message to say they like the songs it's yeah, yeah it the, means the a lot to us has been really amazing so it's 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 really great mm. yeah thank you guys so much for coming on the show today really appreciate it if you haven't heard spite house yet you will because they're gonna blow the fuck up they're gonna be massive this band's going places <laughs> so i am hyped to have gotten the first interview <laughs> honored guys thank you so much for coming on the show today seriously really appreciate From it your mouth to god's ears thank you <laughs> thanks man